This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti And Sam Batesh. Where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Wow. Uh, Taylor, this is a box of cupcakes. It's your birthday. I really can't. The celebrations just can't stop. This is incredible. We can't stop, won't stop. It really it's incredible. We've been, We've been celebrating all year, Sam. We really have. This has just been a celebration. In here. And, and you bought an entire box of cupcakes tonight. But unfortunately, it wasn't enough because we had a little wager going on. How many times is Joe Flacco going to get <laughs> sacked tonight? And I cannot believe that we don't Unfortunately, have... he got sacked one too many times. He got sacked eight times. So two too many. Six cupcakes, and it wasn't enough in the end. I did eat one on the way here, Okay, though. that's fine. You did. And you also stole the Oreo out of the top of one of my cupcakes. Minor details. Yeah. Happy birthday, Sam. Well, thank you so much, Taylor. Uh, by the way, let's catch up. This is an NFL podcast. With Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh. Yes, and it is my birthday this week. Which and unfortunately, exciting. we have cupcakes right now not celebrating Patrick Mahomes' injury in this Thursday night football game between the Broncos and Chiefs. So when he went down, I was actually driving over you here. Were. You said, oh my God, I'm frantically, missing so much. And I'm I was listening so much. to it, but I'm, I'm like... This is terrible, but stay, like sitting at stoplights. Thank God we're at a stoplight, and I'm like looking at Twitter and watching James Palmer's Twitter, and I'm I'm looking at uh, Patrick Mahomes walk to the locker room, and he's walking fine. Like there's a, a tiny, tiny, tiny limp, a little bit, but he it's had a not bad. Bit but of then a strange the, the Chiefs have already ruled him out. Well, and here's so the that's thing. where First I was all, Taylor. confused. What's interesting is that he came into the game, of course, with the ankle that we knew was bum. Right. But on the and, fourth and one play. Okay, so he's coming into the game with a bad ankle and back-to-back losses. Oof. So that's tough. Not only was it tough. It's not It's not characteristic of the... He looked, he looked the, ginger in the game early. Troy Aikman said it. They're probably not going to run him on many plays because of the bum ankle. And as it turns out, Andy Reid does decide to run him on fourth and one. And now the knee. So I just have to know from you, Taylor, overall, you watched this game. You watched mm-hmm. what happened. What does this mean for you? The final score in this game is essentially irrelevant now. I mean, the Chiefs do improve. I mean, improve. the Chiefs, yeah. We and know now they're one thing that we've been two. talking about is that their defense does look a lot better than it did last year. And I think that today obviously proved it. Joe Flacco got sacked eight times. They had a... Say that again, by the way, eight Joe times. Flacco Remember, we have a box of cupcakes here. Times. And the six cupcakes we had was not enough because he went down eight times. They also they sacked also... the punter for good measure on an awful fake punt as well. So right. nine on the night for the Chiefs defense. They clearly had heard the criticism. They got were a not defensive touchdown. They were not listening to Let's Catch Up because we were saying the Chiefs defense to you and I 
did not look bad over mm-hmm. the course of that stretch of the two-game losing streak. You and I said it. It's time of possession. It's time of possession. Patrick Mahomes on the sideline was the difference. Now, of course, we're hearing, Taylor, you're hearing that Mahomes is okay. Apparently, yeah, the so news it is out of not, the room when he went under. So it te- it's a technically a patel, which is a kneecap dislocation. Oof. There's no break. The MRI will reveal if there was any ligament damage. So what this means basically is... My assumption is that he's going to be out for a couple weeks. Look, if you're trying to be like optimistic about it, uh, if he doesn't have, if there is no ligament damage, a dislocated patella forces him to only miss a few weeks. His ankle will then get the rest that it needs as well. And as we found out tonight, apparently the mood was nothing like it was in Los Angeles two seasons ago when Carson Wentz came out of the game. Right. And everybody knew the mood immediately around the Eagles was, wow, this is bad. He's going to be out. That apparently is not the case with Mahomes. Don't worry. They went on to win the Super Bowl. Of course, Nick Foles steps in, all of that. Now, I'm going to ask you this. So I asked you overall just what you thought. But in watching this game tonight, of course, you know, Matt Moore, I don't know what we really think. But this team won the game handily without Mahomes. What do you think? We've seen the Saints win again and again and again. Bridgewater's and again and gone again 4-0 with Bridgewater. He's trying to run it to 5 and 0 this trying weekend. Trying to go 5 and 0 since taking over for Drew Brees. So, do you I mean the Chiefs seem like the kind of team, the type of team like the Saints are that they could they buoy could. the loss of Mahomes exactly. at least they just for a have, couple they, of weeks. There's so many weapons around Mahomes. Obviously Mahomes is a weapon in itself, except they've got a strong running game. They've got strong receivers. They've got the best tight end in the league, arguably. With so Travis say that. Kelsey. So they've got Kelsey. You saw Hill tonight on the one pass from Moore for the touchdown. They've also got Hardman. And we haven't even mentioned LaShawn McCoy looked great tonight. Right. I thought LaShawn McCoy looks spry. He looks like he did when he was back in Philly with Andy Reid. And so- like that's like that's been like the I'm on a fantasy show and we're constantly talking about all the different targets for Mahomes and we're like, Yeah, we can't you can't play a player like Nicole Hardman because you don't know if he's going to get two touchdowns and you know 150 yards or you don't know if he's going to get nothing because, because there are so many of riches for right Kansas it's City. an embarrassment of riches and if their defense is playing that much better than it's playing last year I'm really not worried about the Chiefs at all okay so then here's what I'm going to ask you then so overall we're not necessarily worried about Mahomes long term and you are telling me you're not really worried about the Chiefs long term necessarily either so I watch a game like this and I see now that the Chiefs are five and two They're essentially right where they need to be, leading the division. They're right behind New England. But it makes me wonder about the AFC overall. Now, first of all, before I jump into that, I want to say one thing. Watching Mahomes gingerly walk out of this game, he's obviously not a part of the stat sheet for a game like this. For two weeks in a row, he's under 60% in completion percentage. He's not playing well on the two-game losing streak. This is essentially three weeks off of typical Patrick Mahomes that we got used to last season. I think he's out of the MVP race. To me, Patrick Mahomes is. So he's. So he is, might. He's the yeah. reigning MVP. I mean, I'm not. Gonna, I don't I'm think... not going to disagree with that because of the seasons or the season that Lamar Jackson, which he's down on the list, but more importantly, Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey, those are the guys that you and, have to. And of course, and the, and the guy that I talk about all the time, Deshaun Watson, who went up against Absolutely. Mahomes last weekend, and won. so to me. You've got Deshaun, you got Russell Wilson, you just said the guys. I think Mahomes is completely out of that race at this point. I think the MVP is yeah. now on to Russell Wilson. It has completely moved on to Russell, and I think Mahomes at this point would have to do something miraculous over the second half of the season. All right, so Taylor, now we're looking at the entire landscape of the AFC. The Chiefs are sort of a little bit of what we saw tonight 
and much less of what we saw last year to me. Do you think, obviously the AFC is going to run through New England. Right. So I'm asking you this. Is there a team right now that I think that can go into New England New and England win? or no. the field, period. New England or the field. You can have anybody else in the AFC or no. you can take New England to I'm go to the Super New Bowl. England right? With the, the way that New England's defense is playing. Take out Tom Brady. Take out the offense, which is what we which you don't even have always to talk because about. They're there, yeah, right. But their defense is when they say defense wins championships. What their defense has done this year, it's scary. They're allowing eight points per game That's or terrifying. less. That's terrifying. That I mean, I'm sorry, but that is that is scary. It's but, scary, and and you know the best team that played them was the Bills, which. I have a lot of questions leading into this weekend when the Bills play the Well, the Bills are playing the Dolphins. Dolphins, I mean, the, the, so I guess we're not so, going to find out that much this weekend. And actually, the Bills have the easiest remaining schedule if you look at it. And they deserve it. They've been terrible for so long. They're used to playing a third or fourth place schedule. And that's absolutely what the Bills do year after year. But I don't think the Bills are going to challenge. I don't think, but they're in the conversation. They're to in me, the conversation. To me, there are three teams, three teams that can, that absolutely can beat the New England Patriots. And I see it like this. Right now, you think the Texans would be on top of that list. That's how I see it. The Texans right now are healthier than the Chiefs, and I think they're the team that can do it. The only thing that scares me is that Bill O'Brien's history against New England mm-hmm. is awful. It's awful. His, he, he, they've gone up there with Letterman jackets. No matter what it is, it seems the Texans always I just, fold uh, under the pressure of playing the And with the Patriots. the Patriots defense going up against Tex, like the Texans' O-line, I'm just not... Although I've been impressed with Laramie Tunzel and the left part it, of that line no, recently. It's, it's not, two it's weeks in a row, no going, sacks. It, it's not going to hold a candle. It'll be it'll be a different test. New England. Okay, you're defense. right about that. So you don't see Houston. I know you don't see anybody. Now, what about this? Your Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens have had success in the playoffs in the past. Granted, not this this group of Ravens, but certainly John Harbaugh knows what to do. He knows how to match up with Belichick. I think the Ravens could win a playoff game against New England. I still do. I, 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 I mean, I think any team can, can uh, to potentially. Say, to say any team can beat New England, I think is a bit of a stretch. I think there's a very small win, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, man. I mean, on any given Sunday, I do believe that any team can beat any team. But in the playoffs, a different story. In the playoffs yeah. is a different story. I just am not liking what I'm seeing from Baltimore's defense right now. I, oh, well, and now what do you think and about the And the Marcus Peters? Peters coming to Baltimore, I, I think it helps certainly helps. It certainly helps. It's certainly an addition. And it will look. We thought secondary was an area of strength for the Ravens. It turns out it's been an incredible weakness incredible for weakness. them. And I think Peters, although he hasn't played incredibly well with Los Angeles this season. This I think- se- but if you put him, if you put a player like Marcus Peters, who's had. I, what what are his numbers? How many interceptions since well, entering the league? Again, it's more than anybody that Baltimore's ever had. So when you put such a dynamic, strong player on that already, there's just something they've that's got not dynamic clicking. playmakers still on that Baltimore defense, and I think the change Marlon Humphrey, yeah, it's just gonna, the change of zip code for a guy like Marcus Peters, I think is going to I change his attitude and wake him up because Marcus Peters, first of all, when he was with the Chiefs. He let up a passer rating of 65 to opposing quarterbacks. And with the Rams, it was up to 100. So he was a different player. He was a playmaker. He was a part of that defense, but he was not the lockdown player he was with Kansas City. So we'll see if he can do that in Baltimore. So I still think the Ravens and the one other team I think are at least in the conversation for going up against the Patriots, certainly, are these Chiefs. 
I mean, I still think the Chiefs yeah. could win. I mean, I still think the Chiefs are probably the team that most people would say right now could go up against them. But you're taking New England, which I like. All right, we've got a few other things to get to, Taylor. I know we've got your favorite, Fantasy Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Now, Crazy Cousin Jack, I tried to introduce you to through this medium. He has responded again, by the way, on Let's Catch Up NFL. Oh, has Let's he? Catch Up I NFL. I haven't checked. You got to go there, Taylor. Because, yes, I'm scared. Crazy Cousin Jack who I believe goes under the handle of phantom something. You'll find him. Wait, hold on. What did he say this time? No, he's got, look, he, he, he absolutely, he consumes this show almost like nobody else. I mean, line by line, second by second, Jack is absolutely all over everything we are saying. And I appreciate it. But he is the one who came up with fantasy fantasy, which is you and I take two fantasy players that everybody should listen to us. They should start them this weekend, circle them this weekend. These are the guys to watch. And we'll pick and we'll see which one of us are going to win the head-to-head matchup with the two players that we're going to take. And also, we're going to finish with yay or nay. But before we jump in to Fantasy Fantasy, I've got to tell you about ShipStation, Taylor. Go to ShipStation.com. When you're selling online, getting your orders can be a real pain. Time-consuming, expensive, so many carriers to choose from. How do you know you're making the best choice? ShipStation.com is the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. ShipStation helps you get your orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy. Right now, listeners to Let's Catch Up can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use the offer code BLUE. No risk whatsoever. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Visit us at ShipStation.com, ShipStation.com, enter the offer code BLUE, ShipStation.com, make ship happen. That's Ship Taylor, not whatever you were thinking. I'm reading some of Cousin Jack's comments and I absolutely love him. He's great. Please tell me about Crazy Cousin Jack. Now, fantasy fantasy for this week, Taylor. Now, here's how it works. If you choose a player from the week before, I'm going to choose. They're wiped out. Okay. So you can't take the same. So, but I'm like going to choose team? players that, like, I know that you're saying who's going to be the absolute highest scoring, which we, we could do it like you that. You can find a diamond in the rough. Gonna, I like that. I'm also going to do more of somebody that's, like, going to be, like, a bounce-back player, which for this week, it's going to be Jared Goff. He scored just over one point last week. Not to worry, fantasy fans, play Jared Goff. I like this bold He's going move. up against a Falcons defense that's allowed the second most points to quarterbacks this season second most fantasy points to quarterbacks this season and a lot to receivers as well. So you know that the Rams are going to be throwing the ball a lot. Cooper cup is going to be somebody else. that's going to be good. And then take not on the Rams. I would By the way, say there's no way that Goff can't be better than he was last week. Obviously Taylor, right? 78 passing yards against the Niners. That was a rough Sunday for him. The R- Niners arguably have the best defense in the league. No doubt about it. So I, I love the idea that it's going to be Leonard Fournette. Back. He is going wow. up against the, Bengals defense that's a that's a great play with Fournette now tell me I mean Fournette is a guy who I thought underwhelmed a lot of his career to this point in Jacksonville but the last two weeks he's been he's come alive picked it up yeah and one skill that he has that I mean a lot of running backs these days have except he's got great pass catching abilities and they've kind of been tapping into that a little bit more as they should Fournette obviously was a beast at LSU I just thought in Jacksonville he's been up and down to Mm -hmm. see I mean really and frankly underwhelming as I said for Fournette all right so you're going with Goff Mm -hmm. and Fournette I like that a lot I like DJ Chark too Ooh, DJ Chark baby Chark Mm -hmm. I do like baby Chark as well all right so you hated me last week because I took Christian McCaffrey which means I can't again 
And I also took Deshaun Watson. You thought I sort of cheated. Those were sort of easy plays. Okay. Well, Christian McCaffrey. I get come it. On. I get it. Okay. So so this week I'll make it a little harder on myself. How about a guy who has not done anything this year because his first game was last weekend, and that's Melvin Gordon for the okay. Chargers. Okay. Melvin Gordon. We haven't seen anything from him yet. He was underwhelming in the game against Pittsburgh. Now this is his second game. The Chargers are in Tennessee. The okay. Titans have been impossible to predict week to week. Yeah. They're also so Mariota's out. Tannehill's in. I'm not talking offense on Tennessee. I'm but hold on, defense. can we just talk about that for two seconds? Yes, give it to me. Well, there's a lot, there's a few quarterback situations that I'm very sure. confused about. Sure, I, I'm 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 more confused. Rosen, Fitzpatrick. I think I'm more confused about Miami than I am Tennessee. But what do you think about both? Give it to me. I totally disagree with benching Rosen. I, I couldn't. So you're not going to try and figure out what your quarterback can do. Okay, great. So you, so you're Miami and you want to go get Tua after this season, at least know what Josh Rosen can do before making that decision. Don't just bench him for what Ryan Fitzpatrick. What is that going to do for your franchise, for your team long-term? Absolutely nothing. And you know what, Miami does Tua even want to come to Miami? That that could be the better question to be asking yourself. He might not want to come. Especially you better you should start asking him that. And I wouldn't want to go to a franchise that's going to pull the pull me out of a game the way that they're pulling Josh Rosen. Miami's issues are not at quarterback. There's several other things that you could be focusing on besides Josh Rosen. I'm not a fan of that. I'm so with you, Taylor, and I'm so glad that you said it because I'm disappointed for Josh Rosen and his career. I am too. He didn't really get a fair shake in Arizona. I loved what he said after the draft. I loved his attitude coming into the draft. I like a guy at quarterback who asks the question why, and that's what Rosen does, and people thought he was too challenging. But I loved Rosen at UCLA. He clearly didn't get a fair shake in Arizona. He goes to Miami. The trade on draft day, you and I were texting. We were very excited that Rosen was going to get this chance in Miami. And as it turns out, Flores has flip-flopped on Rosen how many times? Just a few days yeah. ago, we heard that he was going to get the starting kid. job for the rest of the season, and now he's already being benched again. So I'm with you on that. And, and Mario to Tannehill, what do you think of that one? I don't think that – I think Mariota's probably played his last game as the starting quarterback for the Titans. Wow. And that's saying a lot. I don't think we expected that coming into the season. We thought it was going to be a make-or-break season for him as far as whether or not they were going to pay him for next season. But to think that not even halfway through this season he's done, that is a fairly tragic tale for Marcus Mariota. I mean, what we thought Mm -hmm. for Mariota and Winston when they got drafted, it was as exciting as Wentz and Goff, and yet neither guy, Jameis with six turnovers last week, and Mariota getting benched for Tannehill, it's ugly. All right, so I'm taking Mel- – I, I love Melvin Gordon. I think Melvin Gordon, who was on the shelf for the first five games of the season, I feel like he's got something in him for the Chargers, and this will be his breakout game. Maybe mm-hmm. it was a little too soon against the Steelers. I like him going up against the Titans. And then this is a little unfair, but I'm going with Russell Wilson this week. It's not as if he hasn't played incredibly all season, but in particular MVP. hosting your Ravens. I like the matchup this week. Even Love though you the Ravens, you're taking two MVPs. Even though the Ravens got Marcus Peters, I love Russell Wilson this week. It was a bit of a struggle last week in Cleveland for him. They were kicking field goals early. That was not as if Russell Wilson was just doing everything that he wanted to on the field. I feel like this is going to be another incredible performance. I think 400 yards against your Ravens this weekend. Earl so Thomas I'm going, is also coming home. I know. 
I know. Look, it's 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 exciting for your Ravens. They got a new look defense, but okay. So fantasy, fantasy. You are going with Goff and Fournette. I'm going with Russell Wilson and Melvin Gordon. All right, we are going to finish with yay or nay, and we've got but a huge first, I've one got to at tell you end. about something. Please give it to me, Taylor. Following a team you love in 2019 can be time consuming. Sure can. Trying to follow everything happening in sports is almost impossible. Scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible. That's why I subscribe to Axios Sports, the best free daily newsletter in the land. Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox. When you sign up for free at sports.axios.com, you'll get the best stories from the NBA and NFL to cricket and ping pong and everything in between. <laughs> really? Axios Sports also highlights the most important stats and trends, giving you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up and it's free. Sports.axios.com. Not only will you be caught up, you'll be the friend sharing an amazing link with your buddy. Sign up at sports.axios.com. Again, try to for free 99 sports.axios.com. Sam and I both are constantly going through every website, trying to find the best stories, the latest angles, and Axios does a great job delivering it. It delivers it to you. I mean, we're straight in a day to you. where we love sitting on the couch and getting things delivered. This is the Postmates of producing. Every story is coming to your front door and knocking on it right there, delivered beautifully. You don't even have to get up, basically. No, it's, it's literally... You don't even have to body. walk to your door, right? Fantastic. All right, Taylor, yay or nay? The game is very simple. We make a statement, and we decide whether that statement is yay or nay, and looking at the schedule this weekend, we've got a couple of great ones, okay? I'm going to okay. tee you up at first here. Rams at Falcons, Taylor. The Rams will win their first game with Jalen Ramsey, yay or nay, in Atlanta, who's been, you I think mean, obviously. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. You're going yay all the way. Yeah, yeah. you know what? Of course. I mean, look, the Falcons. And sorry to my buddy Matt, who's constantly writing to me about the Falcons, and he's very excited. Look, they're having up. they're they're on the struggle bus. It is an atrocious season, and it's we an will get to the struggle bus next week for sure. But Atlanta is clearly on there. Dan Quinn, nah, it's mm. just not. It's just not. We'll go into that. It's up. not pretty at all. All right, you're going yay. What do you got for me? Uh, Josh Allen will cover the 17-point spread against the Dolphins. Dolphins at the Bills. Josh Allen will cover the 17-point spread against the Dolphins. I'm going to say yay. I'm going to say yeah. I, I wanted to say nay. There was part of me, but I'm sorry. Miami Miami no, keeps it close for maybe a 100% half. 100% couldn't agree more. Buffalo's I, defense, even if, even if Josh Allen only scores 17 points, he could cover the spread. I really think this game has shutout written all over it. I don't think Miami's going to move the ball at all. Again, I don't like what they're doing I agree. To Rosen. They're very well rested. Not at all. I'm not into it. Uh, Josh Allen is another fantasy quarterback that if you need to stream a quarterback this week, definitely go pick him up. He's and off gonna... the bye week. And off the bye yeah. week. So I think absolutely they're going to cover. By the way, they have not been favored, Buffalo, by 17 points since 1992. And by the way, the Bills you know are trying to go is, by the way? five and one. You know what that is? Gross. That is it's gross. It's gross that they haven't had a 17-point spread since 1992, but good for the Bills. Favored this much against Miami. All right, Taylor, Vikings at Lions. Kirk Cousins will make it three games in a row with 300 yards. He has come alive over the course of the last two weeks. He has, and I am so happy for him because he was on the struggle bus for the first bit of the season. I wasn't that happy for him last week. Well, not last week. smashed okay. the Eagles. But okay, that's okay. okay. No, you can be happy. I just was clearly No, I, I felt like he needed it, especially yes. after both Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen kind of... Called yeah, him out. I know, I know, and he, um, and he went to both of them. Back but to I'm going to have to say nay. I like the Lions' defense. I do think that they are going to have to, uh, because of 
how strong the Lions secondary is. I think that they're going to be relying on Dalvin Cook a lot, and I don't think that they're going to be passing the ball. We are both impressed with the Lions Monday night. It's a shame the Lions find a way to lose those kind of games. Of course, we uh, hated the rested. call at the end of the game. But it, look, that, that was that was stolen from them, no doubt about it. So we both were impressed with the Lions throughout that game. Slay had a very good game against Rodgers. I agree with you. All right, what do you got for me next? John Gruden off the bye week hands Green Bay their second loss of the season. Wow, Raiders at Packers. Gruden off the bye week. And I know that Gruden is generally... And keep in mind, the Raiders just crushed the Bears in London. That was such an impressive game from London. I'm going to say nay, though. I do think the Packers get this win. And again, I'm sort of biased here. I kind of like the fact that the Eagles are the only team with the win against the Packers. But also, I'm going to say this. I don't necessarily love that Gruden gave all of his players the week off. Remember that moment in the locker room? He's got all the guys fired up, and he's like, I'm so proud of you guys. I'm going to give you the whole week off. I'm not sure the Raiders are the team that's been in the structure long enough with Gruden to just take the week off and get it together for a game of this magnitude. Even though they've had the yeah. bye week, short week for the Packers as well. They played on Monday night, so that would be the advantage. But Gosh, I'm going there's to so say many good games this it's, week. It's fantastic. I'm going to say, nay, Gruden does not beat the Packers. All right, Taylor, Cardinals at Giants. Nice fun one here with the rookie quarterbacks. Daniel Jones is the better rookie quarterback than Kyler Murray, yay or nay? That's a tough one. Come on, it is. That's, That's really, here really for, tough. The tough ones. Let's go. You know, I think that this is going to be the true test for Daniel Jones being in the game when Saquon is back, when Gallman's back in, and he's got weapons around him because he's been playing out of his mind. Well, the game against New England last week was clearly just unfair in a way. Right. And yet but we he's were been both impressed. I mean, very well still. Yes, yes he has. For having very little weapons. I'm going to say... Gosh, I'm going to say we haven't really seen enough, but I know that's not a fair answer. I'm going to say nay. Okay, you're going to say nay. Daniel Jones is not the better rookie quarterback right. at the moment. You, what you really want to pick is the or in between. That's what you were trying to do right there. You were trying to pick not yay or nay. You want to just yeah. right in the middle. But I like what you said there. All right, what do you got for me? Teddy Bridgewater improves to 5-0 and oh in place of Breeze. This is remarkable. Saints it's remarkable. Bears. This is a matchup of the 2007 NFC Championship game, by the way. That was the first mm-hmm. year that Breeze took the took the Saints on a run before they won the Super Bowl three years later. But I think... Keep in mind, there are some key pieces of the Bears' defense. I, I, you picks. know what? I'm going to say nay. I'm going to say nay. Finally, the Saints suffer a loss with Teddy Bridgewater. I'm not saying they're going to get destroyed. I'm just saying this is the time. The Bears also coming off the bye week because they played in mm-hmm. London. Mitch I don't Trubisky's is, back. They're licking their wounds for what happened to them in London against the Raiders. I think the Bears have a lot to prove here, and the Saints have proven more than, than they've, they've had to. Yeah. They're playing so far above their head. We thought they would win maybe two games with Bridgewater in for Breeze. I'm going to say absolutely nay on this one. All right. Wow. This is the big one, Taylor. Okay. This is, I mean, for many people, I'm sure this is the game of the week. It's a tough one for me. Eagles at Cowboys, Taylor. Dak will improve to four and two head to head against Carson Wentz. Yay or nay? No. You're going nay. I'm going nay. You're going nay. You're I'm giving going, me a I'm vote giving here. you. I'm giving you the Eagles winning. Okay. Thank you very much for that. Now, Dak has played extremely well against the Eagles. And you remember last year, by the way, Dak beat the Eagles twice in two games that went started, in games that really defined the division. That's why the Cowboys won the division last year is those two games, including the second game 
where Amari Cooper went absolutely off the game-winning touchdown in overtime. Amari had over 200 yards. Dak had over 400 yards. This is why I am addicted to Dak is because of what he does to the Eagles, and I am capital T terrified for Sunday night. So I love your confidence here, but I am not feeling it. Now, before we go, Taylor, I just wanted you to have an opportunity to say what the Flacco tonight. Now, we saw Joe Flacco. <laughs> what the Flacco. In a game Thursday night where he just was doesn't move in the pocket. Eight times. He, see, he feels the pressure. He sees the pressure coming at him and just doesn't move. It's not good. Not Joe good. Sacco, as we Joe Sacco. <laughs> you just want me to say it. <laughs> <laughs> let's catch up. Let's catch up, Taylor. We do have cupcakes to get to. We, we did do. not buy enough for the Joe And Flacco I am about Sackos. to go see a movie. I'm really excited for what you're going to see. Taylor going is going to see, to see Joker. Joker, which means we'll have plenty to say on that. I have seen it. I'm, I'm not scared. even going to share my opinion. I want you to go in completely unfiltered and just see this and take it in without me influencing this. And anyway, let's catch up. Taylor, we will do it again. I cannot wait. And thank you. I God. can't wait. The birthday celebration is just... And and they're not it's not even ending. It really is not. Let's catch up. Let's catch up. See you later.